What's up, guys? Welcome back to Faded Truth. Thank you for being here and showing your support. I'm so excited to have somebody that's been a very influential part of my life over the past uh, year. Um, she is a professional yoga enthusiast slash amazing being. I don't even know how to describe Aww, her. Thank you. Dancer, <laughs> just a great light of energy. I got Miss Chris Blunt on the show. Uh -huh. Hi, welcome. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, Chris is a teacher at True Fusion out here in Vegas, mm -hmm. and I actually got into your class because I met Fitzy. Mm -hmm. You know Fitzy? Mm -mm. He's he does the, the infused long hair. I've seen the name. I've, I don't think we've actually okay. He's met. a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. So I met. Oh, you're talking about Sean. Yeah. Oh, that's right. People do call him Fitzy. I'm like, who's Fitzy? You're talking about Sean. Oh, yeah. Sean yeah. Fitzsimmons. Yep, yep, yep. I know him. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, I met him somewhere. I forget where I met him. Uh -huh. And then he told me to, like, come check out his class. And I ended up going to your class. And I never went to his. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I see him sometimes. I'm like, I'll get there, Fitz. But, like, I'm like, I just need to yin, okay? <laughs> oh, wow. He teaches yin, too, I think. Doesn't he teach a couple um, of heated yin classes? I don't do the heated. See? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's I right. had one. Okay. So yoga was something I never grew up on ever. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was like a rich person thing growing mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. in Jersey. Mm -hmm. I've never seen people do it. I never hung out with people that did it. Mm -hmm. And I tried one uh, hot yoga class during my fitness competition prep because mm -hmm. my girl's like, oh, let's go and we'll just sweat out, you know, whatever. I'm like, all right. And then I just like did not enjoy it because I had this guy sweating next to me within six inches. Leo was like, <laughs> and I'm like going, vinyasa. like, I didn't know nothing. It was my first class. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. too much. Yeah, and I was like, can be daunting. I could go on the cardio machine for this, you know? Yeah. And I was like, where's the thing where I can like calmly, you know, yeah, go down myself. <laughs> so I went to LVAC and I took their free yoga classes. Okay. And that's what the first time I really tried yoga again was like a couple years ago. And then when I went to True Fusion and tried yours, I just like saw something and I was like, yeah, plus meditation sounds amazing. It sounds mm. calm. Yeah. You know, and then once we did it in like the dark and stuff, I was like, this is amazing. Like, oh, this is what yeah. it needs to be, right? Because yeah. at LVAC, it's like the glass, everyone's walking by you. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a yeah, huge yeah. open, it's like a yeah, oh, it's, it's a gym. gym. Setting. Yeah, gym so yeah. once I got into your vibe, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so I've been doing your class now for, I guess it's been like six months or more. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been great to like give people that peace that I feel when I come to your class yeah. and like bring my friends into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like super exciting for me. And yeah. you're meeting me like totally like, I'm like way nicer than ever in life at this point. <laughs> well, you did say you were from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been like really working on my shit the past few years. And yeah. it's just like crazy how the universe comes together and I can like now help people when I never thought I would be in this position I'm in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you want to share. Share right. the peace, spread the gospel, right? <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. Um, are you from the East Coast? No, I'm a Caribbean girl. So I was born in St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. Um, my parents moved from the Virgin Islands when I was about four or five, just when I was getting ready to start kindergarten. And they moved to Houston, Texas. So I actually grew up in Houston, Texas. Oh. Um, and then uh, I was a dancer. So uh, when I went off to college, I majored in dance at University of Oklahoma. And then from U University of Oklahoma, once I graduated, uh, with a degree in dance, I went to um, New York. So, okay, and yeah. I, and I danced in New York for 10 years. That's why I saw the, the um, Yoga Works NYC, and that's yeah, why I was so like, I where, didn't know how long you were in New York for. Yeah, I was in New York for 10 years, danced with um, 
Alvin Ailey too, danced with a few contemporary ballet companies, Complexions, danced with Armitage Gone Dance, uh, somehow landed on Broadway, even though that was not a part of the plan because, you know, I, I was just a dancer. I don't sing. I don't act. But somehow I landed there and I was like, okay, I guess this, this is where I'm supposed to be. And it was really dance that got me into yoga. I tried yoga for the first time, I think, when I was in college. And just like you, I hated it. Like, I think we went into a down dog. I'm like, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> I was just like, I remember my hamstrings. It's like, ah! Um, and then the first time they ask you to like to do a chaturanga, like just like collapsing oh, the floor. My it's fucking, like, uh... I got the fake titties, Chris. So that shit hurts me. I can't. Yeah, That's yeah, just going to yeah. pop out. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was like, you know, very similar to you. I was like, this is not for me. Um, and then when I was dancing, actually when I was dancing in complexions, one of the dancers, she was a yoga teacher. And so when you're in a dance company, you're not always being used. And she would just go off on the side and do like these fabulous stretches. And she looked so peaceful and calm. And I was like, man, I need some of that. Right. And then, so I just at, reached out. I was like, Lynn, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm a yoga teacher. And I was like, oh, I tried that in college. I, you know, and I was like, okay, maybe it's time to give it a second try. And then I went back and I went to a yoga works. And um, then I fell in love with it. And I was like, I like this. And I what like was this. this? the time frame from when you tried it to when you started again uh so i was in college from 1997 and i graduated in 2001 and then i went back maybe in 2005 2006 so four or five years later wow okay yeah, um, yeah it's crazy how that like it'll come back you know yeah, randomly yeah and, and then, like, when I got into Lion King, like, when you do a, a set show uh, in terms of choreography, there's always one side that's being worked more than the other. Like, this leg is tilting up or this foot is pointing a little bit more than this other side. So I also just kind of loved yoga for the fact that it balanced me out. You know, like, I was always feeling like feeling like I worked my left mm. side way more than my right. And then I'd go to yoga and we'd do these beautiful stretches. Or even I, I loved vinyasa flow, too. It was just, like, a feeling of evenness. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how I... I found yoga and how I was in the East Coast, you know, okay. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> so you started dance at nine, right? I did. I did. And I liked how you said um, it was basically the way you found form without words. Uh-huh. So, like, what dance do you get into first? Is it ballet? Yeah. Like, everyone? I did yeah. ballet when I was little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was, like, yeah. jumping over the fake pond to uh, yeah. get my Chips Ahoy cookie. Yeah. Like, I was a fat ass since I was little. Like, oh, I would really just it, went to the ballet it. to get cookies. I was like, Ma, they get cookies at the end. <laughs> She's like, do your little whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, um, okay, so uh, ballet, then, then what else? Ball Is it, like, everything? Ballet and jazz for a little bit. Um... And then I went to a performing arts high school in Houston. I actually went to the same school as Beyonce. Okay. Uh, HSPVA. <laughs> um, but if, when, like a little bit of everything. Primarily, I would say what's ballet and modern. But then there was also times where I was heavily involved in jazz. Not really so much tap. I did a little bit of tap, but not really so much tap. So I would okay. definitely say the big three are ballet, modern, and jazz. Okay. Yeah. I did uh, like hip hop to dance class before yeah. but it was bad because I was a cheerleader mm -hmm. for a long time and so I was so stiff mm -hmm. and they were like trying to teach me and um, they're like you gotta loosen up and I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so funny yeah I did hip-hop more for like fun but it wasn't like a part of the curriculum right yeah <laughs> okay and then you did so you were doing warm-ups for people on Broadway for the Lion King yeah right? so like I I took 
uh, I found yoga again in 2005. I took it for a couple of years. The teacher that I really liked was getting ready to lead a yoga teacher training. And she was like, Chris, you should come take. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to teach yoga. I just enjoyed t- taking it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, just deepen your knowledge. We, we delve a little bit more into not only the poses, but the philosophy behind it and the spirituality. Like and the, the classes we're doing. Yeah, and the subtle energy work and chakras and this, that, and the other. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me, let me go and just deepen my understanding. Um, and then it was just so interesting to me that I did this yoga intensive in New York for a month and I came out of it and I instantly wanted to teach it where I had been a dancer all my life and I never like saw choreography in my head. So I was like, okay, clearly I'm not going to be a choreographer. You know, I never really wanted to teach like little kids, you know, I never really wanted to teach it. I just really loved moving my body. And so, um, it was just interesting to me that I had been in dance for so long of my life and never really, aside from performing, never really saw where I was going to go after that. Whereas when I took this yoga teacher training, I went in with the mindset that ah, I don't really want to teach. And I came out like, oh, I want to teach. And so I was in Broadway. I was in the Lion King um, at that at that point. And so I just started teaching on the cast and the crew of Lion King. Like I would be do like a little 30 minute warm up before the curtain went up. Wow. And so it's so funny because we didn't really... You know, we weren't in, you know, social media wasn't a big deal back then. So it would have been so cool to get like Mufasa doing up dog right. or, you know, like the hyenas doing warrior two or something. I was going to say like, I realized today too, and I've been feeling it in my body, like, because I haven't been stretching all the time. Like I used, I really do take time to meditate every day, but I haven't really been stretching like I used to. Mm-hmm. And it's because I've been getting my tats done. Like I've been doing like half house workout, so I don't sweat. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. I'm not doing anything crazy. But then I feel it. In my body, you know, mm-hmm. so today I felt great stretching and I don't think people like understand the importance of stretching. Oh, yeah. Like how you said, like you're warming up these people before they get on stage. Like that's like, like a real thing. Cause like yeah. how you expect them to like be going everywhere, but like yeah. their body is all stuck and shit. But I just feel like it, it's not even being a dancer or even, you know, it's just being a human. Like right. I feel like we are designed to move and what we don't realize is that we get kind of locked into like one style of movement. You typically based on what your job is, you mm-hmm. know, whether that's like mm. sitting at a computer all the time or, you know, whatever, you know, the case may be and I just feel like it's important for anyone like we are having this embodied experience it's important to take care of this body because this is what the experience is coming through and it just makes life so much more enjoyable when you're not dealing like with a bad back or you know tight hamstrings or feeling like you're like kind of inhibited or stuck you know so I just feel like everybody can benefit from doing a yin class and it's so accessible you know like you we were talking about sometimes with the flow classes that is not necessarily for everyone, you know, if you're dealing with, you know, wrist stuff, the down dogs are going to hurt. If you're dealing with shoulder stuff, chaturangas are going to hurt. But with yin, we're just really laying on the floor. It's very low impact, you know, pretty much no impact at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really creating more space in our body, all those areas where we've gotten, you know, stuck and tight. And, you know, we all came out as children being loose and limber and being able to do all these things. And then somewhere along the way, we just kind of <laughs> like parents shrink. all like throw us in yeah, fucking And now we just kind of like shrink wrap. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a way to get that length back and to feel free in your own body because that feels nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the long, um, I was doing a lot of uh, CrossFit, um, not the workouts, but the, they're called Ramwads, like mm-hmm. workout of the day, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Um, r- range of motion workout of the day. 
Yeah. And I was doing a lot of those and that's when I learned about the long stretching, you know, like mm-hmm. holding it for a few minutes actually is better than just, you know, just like, like touching your toes and, and getting back up, yeah, you know, yeah. so. And that's the whole theory behind yin, which is why we hold the shapes a little longer. Right. Um, there's just like s- some studies that have shown that when you really want to create lasting change in the length of the tissues, in the length of the fibers that make up your muscles, you have to hold it anywhere from two to three minutes, which is why we hold a little longer mm-hmm. in, in, in yin, you know, because if you are going to do a stretch and you only hold it for five breaths, well, you're not really, I mean, it's not, it's, you know, I guess anything is better than nothing, but you're not really going to make that significant change in your muscles. It takes time. And so you, you, you hear me say that all the time in, in the yin class that you got to be patient. You got to give yourself permission to slow down because we right. usually want to, you know, rush jump, through, rush things. through and yeah. just kind of move on to the next thing that it's like, nope, we're going to marinate in this right. a little bit. <laughs> you better sit here with your thoughts. Right? Okay? And then that's, that brings in the next element. It's like, okay, I came here to open up my hamstrings and my hips. We're in this pose for like three minutes and all I can think about is this, or my mind keeps going to that, you know, and it's just like, okay, now we get to bring in that element of self-awareness. What occupies your mental space? Do you feel like you're caught in the same narrative, the same drama, the same storyline over and over again? What can you do to get out of that? You know, were you always like this though? Like, were you always this positive? Since you've been in, because you were in dance and like you were around a lot of cool people. Yeah. I feel like I've always been, you know, like, you know, people used to call me Pollyanna when I was a little girl because she was always the one who was always looking on the brighter side of things, you know. I do. I feel like I try to see the the glasses half full, you know. I mean, I do feel like for whatever reason, a part of my personality is I'm very adaptable, you know, right. and I don't know. And I also feel like for whatever reason, people just genuinely seem to like me. You know, <laughs> I guess I'm a likable person as well. So. Well, because like, I just never hear, like, I I don't hear people talk like you normally, you know, like in the really? class, you're like you, you talk really guided and stuff. So like now, obviously uh, that I'm getting more into like spirituality over the past two years, because like 2020 was like my spiritual awakening. Yeah. Before that, I was very like, just... I just had no like empathy for people. I was very closed off. I was not emotional in any way. And like, mm-hmm. that's just how I was my whole life, you know, cause I just had to really survive my whole life. And then once I could take a step back, you know, I stopped working two, three jobs, worked one, and then I could start finding things of what I wanted to do. You know, one was like, I want to read again. I want to do yoga. I want to do these things that have now made me a better person and have like really kickstarted my life to like me living my life like mm-hmm. now I have a life that I can mm-hmm. say I'm happy with you know I'm mm-hmm. not just working and make, trying to make money and fucking like running you yeah. know what I mean yeah so when I heard you talk I was like oh my god like she's so nice like this is just like the best class ever because I'm like you just make people feel like at ease and that's my own like personal touch I mean I do believe that most of us come to yoga because of the physical body you know usually we're either trying to get stronger we're trying to get like six pack abs we're trying to open our hips but I feel like if we really take a long hard look and acknowledge that there's something deeper within us that also wants to be expressed that also wants to be you know sort of addressed And so I try to speak to that part of yoga because, as you said, a lot of teachers, it's more like put your hand here, put your foot here, Mm -hmm. take a few breaths. It's very body-based. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, there's so many teachers who are teaching that way. And, yes, that is important. I do want to give you guys a little bit of guidance in terms of body. But ultimately, I want you to use this practice to start to use it as a way to live a more meaningful life, a life that you enjoy. And to that, I feel like for that, you have to speak to somebody's spirit. Right. Yeah. 
I, I, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy I opened up. Yeah, and you came. can't just talk to about some about their hamstrings. You got to speak to their spirit for them to really. Well, start there's to a reason. Deeply. That was the uh, most packed I've ever seen your class today. I know, right? That was really. I was like, was everyone I, telling their friends? <laughs> I know, right? It's, I mean, usually it's about like what ten ish, right. but today I think we almost had. Tw- it was like double the amount. I was yeah. like, wow. That's, that's why, like, and it's like not a very big room. Right. So I was like, I, that's why I was thinking. I was like, we need a new space for her. And Kat missed it. She missed it by like six minutes. She's always late oh, to your everything. from last week or yeah. a couple weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. So she'll probably come again. <clears throat> yeah. I was going to maybe see if she wanted to come tomorrow to the um, two-hour one. Just, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. just to like learn some stuff because she's really getting into it. Yeah. So I just love how she's like. She's having her awakening. Everyone's like, yeah, everyone around me now, I've kind of like found a good tribe of people that I, because it's really hard coming from east to west and trusting people out here because mm. back home everyone's so like raw and real and like here it's not oh, the yeah. same at all oh yeah and it really took me a long time to adapt like very long oh really yeah okay and, gotcha, um, gotcha gotcha so now i've like yeah, found like i was gonna say like new york new jersey people are more like <laughs> yeah we're just like fuck y'all like yeah yeah, yeah. there's no like sugarcoating it nothing being, like trying to be nice and sweet about it you know and, and like, people don't know the issue it. it's like no this is what's wrong with you yeah 100 <laughs> percent and so people didn't know how to take me. I didn't know how to take people, you know, yeah. and like now I found good people and I feel like we're all on the same journey of everyone's got something going on and whether it's negative or positive, everyone's still in that same space of like wanting to improve themselves. And yeah. that's really all you need. You know what yeah. I mean? Like shit happens in everyone's life. Like yeah. just because my I'm positive every day doesn't mean my life's amazing. It yeah. just means that I really learned how to control the way I react to things that I used to be stressed out about. Yeah. Like I don't like. I don't just, I don't have that like anger anymore as much as I used to about certain things. Like things yeah. don't piss me off and ruin my day. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I just kind of take things you, and roll with it. Yeah. And I think that's the beautiful thing about yoga is that you start to realize like, I ha- and you used to hear me say this all the time in class, I have a choice in how I get to respond to this and I can choose to have it chip away at my peace or I can try to stay anchored and say, you know what? This stuff happens. I don't need to go there. You know, I don't need to like, right. ah! <laughs> you know? sometimes you do and sometimes so, uh, you yeah. don't, you know? <laughs> I said, so sometimes you just, you do need to cuss somebody out. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I'm trying less and less. <laughs> Wait, you came in here, what, 2011? I came here 2011, so I'm divorced, but at the time I was married. Okay. So my uh, ex-husband, we were both in The Lion King together, <laughs> and we, I guess, had been married for about two years, and we knew that we wanted to have children, we just did not want to do it in, on, in New York. It's just, it's too expensive. You get, like, a shoe stamp, a post, you know, like, a, like a, not a shoe stamp, like a... Um, you know, just like a shoebox of an apartment, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, like, and it's like at this astronomical price, and I'm just like, okay, this is, you know, I grew up in Houston, Texas. I'm used to houses. I'm used to front yards, right. backyards. He was from Florida. He too was used to that. I was like, we got to go somewhere where we have space. And when you're a performer, it's really L.A., Vegas, and New York. Mm-hmm. And they actually had opened up a Lion King out here. It used to be at Mandalay Bay, where Michael Jackson was. And um, we both put in for transfers. He actually got it because there wasn't a space, uh, a spot open for a girl. So he got it. And that kind of gave us, you know, the impetus to start heading out this direction. And then the show ended up closing down. He went back out on tour. But by that point, I had kind of transitioned out of dancing. And I was now becoming more of a full-time yoga teacher here in the city that I was like, no, I'm cool. I don't. I don't need to go back to dance. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so you don't dance anymore? Nope. Wow. I haven't danced in pretty much 10 years. You don't miss it? No. Really? It's so weird to say that, too. I was just thinking about that today. It's interesting to me that I did it for so long in my life. And, like, 
when I left, it was like, okay, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next thing in life, right? changing people's lives in other ways. <laughs> yeah. But I, and, and, you know, not to get all deep, but it just makes you realize like, okay, this is life. They're like, as much as we can devote our time, our energy, our effort, our spirit to something, put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. It's so interesting that like how that can shift. And I've, I've realized that happens in the things that we do. And it also the people that we love and the relationships that we have, that there's some part of us that always thinks that if it's great, it's supposed to last for forever. But no, that's not life. Right. You know, it's always And I've learned ephemeral. with like interviewing people and creatives that um, a lot of people grow out of these passions. Like yeah. for doing it for so long, yeah. it's like second nature. But they're like, I want to try something else. Yeah. Like, I'm and not... there's something about the fact that you do carry the qualities that you've learned, you know, in terms of I feel like, yeah, my first um, – you know, sort of exposure to just like being in my body, seeing how it can move was dance. I am still kind of doing that through yoga, but it's just different. I'm not hurling myself out on stage. Right. It's now more on the You're four not corners your toes. of my Did mat. you used to have the, the bloody toes? Uh, not really. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, yeah. Save the like, save the last dance. point shoes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you get the bloody, <laughs> bruised toes. Yeah, that just comes with the dancing. <laughs> torn, yeah, torn up feet, yeah. Um, okay, so how many hours total have you done in training with the hours with yoga because I saw it's like you have a 300 hour cert then you have a 200 hour cert like oh gosh, what is like I don't even know anymore like every I didn't yoga, know they had to go through all yeah, this yeah every yoga teacher pretty much needs to be certified so I've done my 200 hour then I went back and did my 300 hour um, and then like you start to find little areas where you're like oh I want to concentrate my you know effort there so I did do a, a yin training um, I've done uh, a yoga anatomy training I've done. I um, love working with prenatal, uh, pre, you know, moms, so expectant moms. So I've done a prenatal yoga training. So it's just like adding on to all of this. Like it's like the 200 hours is just the basic core of, okay, these, this is yoga. These are right. the shapes. But then you start to find like, okay, but I want to go this avenue. Or I want to go that way. And then you find a training that, you know, helps you get more knowledge on that subject. So. so you're still learning like every day though, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Next, I actually want to do a silent retreat. What's that? Where you go and you don't say anything. What it's just mean? like you, your body, and you can't talk to anybody. You, you know, you can't. And all silent retreats are a little different. Like some silent retreats, they allow you to write. Other silent retreats, no. Um, so some so wait, si you go some with silent people, retreats, but you can't talk to them? No. <laughs> it's like really about just like... What do you do and what are you confronted with when there are absolutely no distractions? It's just you and yourself. So that's why even some silent retreats, you can't even read a book because reading a book can be considered a distraction. Are you like allowed to do like ayahuasca? What are you doing out there? No, girl. It's usually like, it's usually. Like, can I silent retreat in my room? <laughs> you could. But it's usually, you know, like meals are provided, like you're going to get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But maybe it's like a yoga class in the morning, followed by meditation. Sometimes maybe you go out in nature and you can do whatever you want to do, hiking or whatever. But you're just by yourself. But you're like, just you're by not... yourself. Wow. And no talking alone. Oh my God, that's weird. I don't know if I could do that. Have you done, I want have to... you done those? No, but I want to. Oh, I was like, are you professional in that? <laughs> no, I want to. Honestly, what is it like just being silent? I mean, and they, they range from three days to like three weeks, you know? Um, but what is it like when you, you know, like no words, not talking to anybody, nobody's just, talking to you. Right. And I mean, like I'm enjoying sure like a lot the of, time with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I love being by myself though. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really, 
good at just like I can do anything alone. Yeah. And that's why I think it's dangerous now. I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I don't really know if I need anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're probably going to annoy me yeah. <laughs> in my yeah, space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do have a friend who's done it a few times and she actually says the hardest part is transitioning back into a world of noise. Like you oh, come back and it's yeah. like sounds are just like extra amplified. I can definitely see that. Like someone's talking to you and they might just be talking to you like this and you're like, why are you screaming? <laughs> right. I can see that because sometimes I just like put turn my music off in my car now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I listen to the same shit all the time. And, you know, whether it's like calm, hip hop, whatever, I'm still like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, go always, you know, going. And I'm like, sometimes I just like to turn it off and be in silence. And it feels amazing to just be in silence. Yeah. Just driving, just looking at things, you know, so I might enjoy it. I might enjoy it. Yeah. Look look it up. (laughs) Let me know about the silent retreat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So um, your son, Mm -hmm. Zion, Zion, love the name. Does he meditate? We've gone through periods. Like, I try to expose it to him, but I don't try to force it on him. Because, okay. you know, as soon as you force something on little ones, then they're like, nah. Right. And so, um, uh, yeah, he, he does meditate. Like, he's, he's very open to it um, in terms of, like, he sees me stretching on the floor. Sometimes he'll join me, sometimes not. Sometimes if he's like comes home and I can tell he's a little like flustered from school because the kids these days, I'm like, why do you guys have so much homework? Why are there so many tests? Like, gosh, you're eight. Why so much? You know, can't you just be a kid? You know, Um, so when he's feeling a little flustered, I'll be like, do you want to sit down and take a few deep breaths? And he's like, yeah, mom, I do. So he he is. He's open to it. But there have been a few times I've tried to like bring him to a class and I noticed when it's just me and him in like, you know, our bedrooms or in the living room or something, it's fine. As soon as I bring him to a class, he's like... This is boring. <laughs> He's like, how yeah. much longer? Mm. Yeah. So I've noticed it's the classroom setting for him. And he's still so young. But I think the fact that he can even take those breaths. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I didn't th- ever think to take a breath. Well, that's you know? what it gets crazy, girl, is like when all of a sudden you're like, I must be doing something right. When they flip it on you in the sense that. <laughs> he said, mom, take a breath. Yes. <laughs> I have been in the car like. <laughs> fuck, we're going to be late for school, it's, you know, <laughs> you know, and then like all these cuss words are hurling out of my mouth and he's like, I hear in the background, in the back, mama, you need to take three deep breaths. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right, I do, sweetie. <sighs> <laughs> but he, I'm like, I must be doing something right because you, like, you've become my little guru, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw this thing and it said like, if, if we taught kids to meditate, Oh, yeah, the Dalai Lama said that. Yeah. If like we taught if we, kids to meditate, like, within the world, a generation, there'd be no more war or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's just crazy to me how, like, meditating can really help you mentally or just having positive thoughts to your own mind. Yeah. You know, because I interview some people about, like, suicide and mental health and stuff, too, and they're like, you've never had, you know, a time, like, where your brain is bad towards you or, like, your mind is bad towards you. And I'm like, honestly, no. Like, I really never... I've always kind of just like kept going and then like I have to survive. I got no other choice, you know, yeah. but now I turned it into more of like more of a positive outlook on life than a cynical and like yeah. realistic kind of, you know, I'm still realistic, but now I'm just like, I understand that the power of words is insane mm-hmm. and talking to yourself and telling yourself, you know, what you're great about and all these things. And mm-hmm. like, if you tell yourself you're ugly, you're going to be an ugly person, yeah. you know, it's just like, yeah. you can't. We're- Words carry weight. You know, right. That's why we have to be careful with what, like, how we speak to ourselves and, yeah, what, and like, how we treat kind of, ourselves. And, and so I think and it's part of it. We're not even conscious of it, which is why I think meditation mm-hmm. is so important because 
in those periods of silence, like if you come to a yin class and you're hanging out in the stretch, you start to realize, gosh, I talk to myself a lot. Man, I'm always telling myself I'm fat. Man, I'm always telling myself I'm not good enough. Man, I'm always telling myself, you know, and so it's like the first key is just becoming aware of it. And then when you become aware of it, then you can start to take, you know, steps towards change. I like those minute meditations that you post. Oh, (laughs) yeah, they were cool. I need to keep them going. I must admit I'm not very consistent, but I like, you know, because I feel like what we were talking about a little earlier in this day and age where it's like trying to grab someone's attention and you only Mm -hmm. have but so long. Um, no, it's hard to like, I don't think people even watch the whole minute of my reels, you (laughs) know, just a a minute meditation, just to remind you to like find a comfortable seat, take a few deep breaths and then keep going on about your day, you know? (laughs) And that's what I think is important for people to realize is that you don't need to meditate for hours a day. You know what I mean? Like take five minutes, take one minute, literally you can take Take one one minute minute. and breathe and center yourself. And it's not like something you're going to learn and you're going to feel amazing. It's like, you got to keep doing it, but you will feel amazing. I'm living proof of it. Yeah. (laughs) It starts to become a a good habit. Right. You know what I mean? It just starts to become like, okay, let me take a few deep breaths whenever I feel like now I'm really good about whenever I feel like something's getting ready to stress me out before I even start to go there. It's just like, okay, let me ground. Let me center myself in my breathing. And you don't, so I know last name Blunt, and I Uh assume that you smoke blunts, but you only do edibles, right? I only do edibles, Okay, what's your kind of, like, go-to edible? Are you, like, one of those big, like, 100 milligram bars, or are you, like... Oh, no, I'm very, like, (laughs) lightweight, very lightweight, like, (laughs) 5 milligrams, 10. Because, you know, people are like, I only do edibles, I'm like, oh, I'm scared of you, you're probably eating the whole Rice Krispie treat. Well, that's so funny to me, like, that's always, like, because my boyfriend's a a big-time smoker, and we're always discussing, like, the difference, like, and it's interesting to me that sometimes smokers are like, I like to smoke because I can control the high, whereas with edibles, you don't know what you're going to get. And I'm like, but isn't that the point? Like, I, I want to be kind of blitzed out of my mind. I don't want to have any control. I want to go to that place where I'm like seeing interesting things. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, give me an edible. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I can only do like the gummies. Yeah. Do you have a story where you got too high with edibles, like when you were younger or anything? I mean, maybe like the first the first time I kind of like started experimenting with drugs, like in college. Yeah. yeah. Like I think the first time, like when I was in college, you know, and, and I tried to smoke and, you know, people were like, suck it in, hold it. And I was like, <clears throat> and I was like, OK, I, I don't feel high. And then we decided, OK, let's do brownies. So we made brownies and I'm a big chocolate lover. So I didn't realize like when you do like when you put it in a batch <clears throat> of cookies or brownies, half, maybe a whole, but that's about it. I like ate a few. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a club and they eventually started to kick in and it's just like the the music was amplified, the lights were extra bright. I felt like people were coming up and talking to me but no words were coming out of their mouth. It was like <laughs> And I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> And then eventually it was like became too much and I was like, I gotta go. And so She's like, my, get me out of here. My friend Corey, um, he said like I went I, I left and I went out to the car and like all my friends were still in there partying and I and I went out to the car. Corey said he came out and he like started cracking up because like I had fallen asleep. But I was surrounded. He was like, I don't even know where you got this stuff. He was like, there were chip bags around me and Reese's peanut butter cup wrappers. Somehow, some way, I found some food because I, clearly I got the munchies and I had eaten it and then I just like passed out. <laughs> and so when he came to the car after they'd been like dancing and clubbing all night, he was like, what? where did you get this food? <laughs> yeah, Reese's cups are a good choice. They're my right? shit. 
That's my favorite. Yeah. White the white chocolate ones I love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I get really giggly. I get I mean like I mean you said I'm a positive person. I just get really like hee. I mean you say something and I fall out on the floor laughing. I can't do I had like I've definitely had a bad experience on edibles working, like taking too much and working, but I tried to make I didn't know when I was younger that you had to like bake it into it. Mm. So I remember I just had gotten like a brownie and like I had some random like dirt weeds I got from somewhere. I don't even know what how you like sprinkle it yeah, on. Yeah, I sprinkled it on the top and like <laughs> ate the brownie. <laughs> and I was like waiting to get high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I didn't get high. I got a headache. Probably just from eating the stems and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I haven't had really, like, yeah, a lot of bad trips. I mean, and I've even done, like, ayahuasca. I don't really, I haven't had, like, you know, mushrooms. I haven't really, I've never had a really, like, a bad trip. And I feel like I keep, you know, everyone says that that is, you know, like, it does happen. Your ayahuasca experience, how was that? It was good. It was when I was going through my divorce. So I was going through my divorce and, you know, just... I'd already made the decision that it was time for me to go, but you know, still wrestling with a lot of feelings and whatnot. And I just felt like one of my students came up to me and she was like, um, she was like, my um, shaman's coming to town. Do you want to partake in the medicine ceremony? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And she was, and, but then I went home and I meditated on it and I kind of got a, uh, a yes, do this. And so I did it and it was like a three day thing. I actually only did one. Um, but yeah, like the shaman came, he blessed the house, um, uh, gave us the the tea, gave it to us again. And then from that point on, it was really up to you as to whether you wanted to continue to keep taking more tea. But yeah, I, I definitely felt like I got the answers that I was seeking, you know, in that time in my life. I just kind of went like with the questions like, am I making the right choice? Is this what's best for Zion, you know? Um, and so you go in with those questions in your head and they asked us so that to. you remember kind yeah, of like when yeah. you're in there. Yeah. And, and, and they <clears> asked <throat> us to, I mean, like they were very much like, you know, three days beforehand, if you could try to eliminate meat, if you could try to eliminate dairy, if you could really just do fruits and veggies, lots of water, even take out caffeine, like no coffee, no, no tea. Um, so, you know, it's almost like a bit of a, of a fast. Right. It is. It's more of a spiritual, um, um, you know, it's, they, you know, they don't call it drugs. They call it medicine. You know, right. it's, it, it's a, it's, you know, it's to go and get answers for some things that you're, you know, asking questions I'm about. I'm kind of scared that, you know, I'm kind of scared. I'm at that point in my life where I'm still like definitely oh, I, healing and I'm like still scared of those answers maybe, or I'm like scared what I'm going to come back, how I'm going to come back because people say like, sometimes they come back and just like stop what they're doing. Oh, like they changed yeah. our lives like yeah. but it I mean, might it was, not be like something that you expect you know like yeah. I'm like I don't want to come back and be like I don't want to be a podcaster like what the <laughs> fuck am I gonna do <laughs> yeah 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 no I just I feel like I definitely got the answers I mean I feel like I came back from that number one realizing I'm connected to a lineage of strong women it was just so much like feminine energy for me in that in that process like just hearing things from my mother and my grandmother and my great-grandmother um and then just like you know like kind of like the visuals like like I just remember being this bird soaring around a tree and you know it was it, yeah I just I felt like I did get the answers that I was looking for and it was just it was very meaningful and it was very impactful I definitely recommend wow. if you can do Oof. it eventually it maybe more of a, I just don't do it just to like get high but right. do it like go there with purpose go there with yeah. intention yeah interesting I'm gonna I'm, I've been microdosing shrooms um and they make me feel right yeah, 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 you can, I feel like shrooms to me is always so like hit or miss. Sometimes I have like this great experience and sometimes I'm like, well, I don't like, maybe I'm kind of feeling something, but not a lot. You know? I just don't, yeah, I really don't want to trip hard. I like, I just oh, see, like, I'm like, I'm like, where's the trip? 
<laughs> right. I'm still like dipping my toe in there. I want my I'll sweat 15 blunts. <laughs> I'll sweat 15 blunts. I'm only taking a 0. 0.5. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny. And I'm like the opposite. I'm like, I want my reality to be altered, please. <laughs> okay. So you said something about uh, racism being the core wound of American culture. Mm. And I definitely have been also educating myself on the history of America since 2020 as well, because mm-hmm. that's when a lot of things came out for me. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of really heavy today because of this story. It was um, this kid. He, they said that he shot at the cops 18 times and then they shot him like 23 times, but it was the wrong guy. Um, mm. Isaiah Williams. Mm, no, I haven't heard. So... I just, I don't know why I've been like, I've been seeing a little bit of colorism in the black community, which I didn't realize happens. I've mm-hmm. been seeing a lot of things and I'm just becoming a lot more woke with mm-hmm. everything and it's very mm-hmm. overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I just wanted to see like your perspective on how you've dealt with it and like what you think we can do to like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a protest for him tomorrow mm-hmm. and I've never been to a protest, but during 2020, I really felt emotional as well and moved and I was like I kind of want to be there and just like be in that powerful experience you know yeah. but I'm also scared as fuck because I'm like you never know what could happen and what like happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know my friend already told me like they don't care they'll just tear gas people you know and I'm like am I going to even really impact anybody being there you mm-hmm. know but I I so I'm kind of like fighting with that too but I just want to kind of see your perspective on like what's going on yeah I mean I feel like this all like really kind of I mean, it's always been there. It's always been there. But like, I feel like it really came to light with the whole George Floyd thing in 2020. And that's when you you probably saw the the meditation that I did. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 unfortunate. But when we look at the history of the United States of America, I mean, like, come on, it was like it's founded on racism. I mean, the, the indigenous people here were almost completely wiped out. Mm-hmm. People were brought over from other countries and made slaves, made to do other people's to do other people's work for, and to be treated like as, I mean, we weren't even considered human, you know. <laughs> right. And so, like, when you look at the um, that 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 kind of being the foundation of the society that we live in, of course, you know, that's going to continue to to ripple outward. I do think things are definitely changing. Uh, you know, in terms of things are. Uh, more integrated, um, you know, now, like, you know, we don't have to, you know, sit from two different sinks or go into two different bathrooms. Now it's like, it's all the same, you know. Um, But I think the George Floyd thing definitely did highlight that uh, sometimes you can either be stereotyped or um, treated in a certain way because of the color of your skin. And I just, you know, like, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Why? (laughs) <laughs> I just never, yeah, and I never, that's the thing, like, I felt really naive in 2020, because mm-hmm. in Jersey, it's very mixed where I'm from, mm-hmm. and, like, we were always, like, poor, so I, I was just used to being around all colors, you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. like, and I'm, that's why I was, like, I feel like I'm I'm so, like, annoyed, because I'm, like, that could have been my nephew, that could have been my niece, that yeah. could have been my brother, you know what I mean, yeah. like, granted, whatever situation, but they had, like, the completely wrong person, and they just walk in and murder somebody, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's like, it's crazy that those things are happening. And like, we didn't, I didn't even hear about this story, you know, Mm -hmm. like I went through, I found it on a page of somebody, somebody else's page. And I was like, oh shit. And like, it's just not even in the media like that. You know, like you would think in Vegas, like you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not, it's a small city, but like, you just don't hear that these things happen. And it's just sad. Like, I feel like just sad for the community as a whole, you know, and for America. Cause it's like, 
you go to other countries and people are like, y'all are a mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like with everything. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, but like you said, the it's founded on racism and yeah. nobody knows, like nobody's taught that. No one's taught that the... Yeah. Like, that's I mean, what I'm just, saying. I always think it's interesting when they were like, you know, uh, you know, and my father was a lawyer and he loved history. So he kind of educated me in a different way. But I'd go right. to school and it's like, Christopher Columbus founded, you know, and it's right. like, and you're no, like, he no, didn't. he killed all the Indians. And he was like, there was like, there was a whole nation of people that already resided here. He didn't right. find anything. Someone was already here. Right. And then you sound crazy because <laughs> you're educated. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's important really yeah, is the education yeah. part of it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's what I've been doing too. And I think that's also helped me to open up more is by educating myself just about all types of people. You know yeah. what I mean? Because before I was just like, oh no, we all cool. Like what? You know? Yeah, and yeah. now I'm like seeing it and I'm like, oh wow. These things really do exist, you know. They do. I mean, but that's also what I do feel like that's the nature of the humanity, the human experience. Even us as individuals, there's a light and there's a dark. We talk about the yin as well as the yang. Um, I feel like as much as I think we would love to live in this sort of utopian world, you can't know joy and happiness until you've experienced some sort of pain and sadness. You know, they're kind of like two ends of the spectrum. And so I just feel like in some form or some way, pain, um, uh, it, it just has to exist. It has to exist. It has to exist on an individual level. It has to exist on a societal level. It has to exist, uh, exist on like, it, like us as a globe or humankind. I mean, when you look at what we're doing to the world, you know, in terms of you know, pollution and, you know, how they say their plastic is riddling the sea and you can't even eat fish that probably hasn't swallowed a piece of plastic. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's an, unfortunately it's a part of the human experience, but it's there so that we can overcome it. So what do you think like we can do as, you know, like, what do you think that people well, this can is do when to I get, think, and, and this is what I think I said in that, that one that you watched, I do feel like it is important to be proactive, to speak out where you can, especially like, you know, you have a following and whatnot. But first and foremost, I do always think that you need to start with yourself. You need to sit down and you need to meditate. You need to, you, you know, the fir as I think I said in that one, the first step of any journey should be inward. You gotta, you gotta go in to figure out, okay, what's going on? Where can I best, you know, um, where can I best use whatever my gifts are to speak for the downtrodden or to speak for, you know, to speak up and against injustice? And then I feel like you, you, you find your way, you navigate that. And it's so different from person to person, you know? Some people are only gonna do that in their, you know, having real conversations in their small little group. You know, I like it was nice. Like I had a lot of friends that called me up and they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what are you sorry for? <laughs> But it, it was nice that it opened up a conversation. Some people are going to go out and protest. Some people are going to take to, you know, writing their congressman and seeing if they can get some sort of laws changed. Like everyone has a different way how they can create that change. Right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I really, I, I really do like that I can use my platform to like help yeah. people and talk about the things, you know? Yeah. So I feel like I'm, I'm hope, I hope that I'm impacting people mm -hmm. when they do watch these interviews with more than just like, oh, she's hot and like whatever, mm -hmm. you know? Like I like that I can actually bring on amazing people like you that have like great perspectives on life that, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Can really push people forward because then they take that and then they, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, 
repetitive. And I like the yin and yang because I've been talking about that too. My light and dark. Like, I love being a spiritual gangster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I don't have to lose my jersey. Yeah. But, like, I just don't, like, you're not, it's not going to come out as quickly anymore because I'm more grounded and I'm more, like, my energy's different and yeah. I feel different and I, like, don't even want to go out of my way to, like, get stressed out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have any reason to. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just, I feel like it comes with a human experience that, you know, unfortunately we do, you know, we, this is going to be a part of life. You know, I feel, I, I feel like as soon as you have, you know, two people, you find in some way, we find some way to separate ourselves from that person, whether it's a different color of skin or different color eyes, or that person has, you know, a certain type of texture or hair or this, that, and the other. It's just like, why do we always have to find you know, like these points that where we're different versus like, we're all just humans here. And, mm-hmm. you know, there, you know, there should be no homogenized thinking. There should be no homogenized, you know, group of people like, we're the, you know, we're varied for a purpose. And can we learn to live with differences, you know, and so right. it's just kind of navigating that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I wanted to say, do you want to do a minute meditation before we leave? Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. We're wrapping up. I feel like time flies. Huh? It does. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll do a minute Can, meditation. Yeah. I wanted you to like, just help our viewers to like, just take a minute. Okay. Okay. And um, let me know if you want like any music or chakra sound or whatever. Or do just, you have like some more like, I have a meditation, like a, a yogic feel type. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm so happy. I remembered. <laughs> so the song that you played, the first song you played today, uh-huh. I got to pull up my phone and say why. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Is that Soul Rising? I don't know. But I heard that song like the first time I came to your class and then you never played it again. And I'm like, I want that song. And it was crazy. Oh. It came on today. And I was yeah. like, oh, I got to ask her at the interview. I don't know. But like I'm on Spotify. So if you go to Chris Blunt, um, I can show you what playlist I did today. And then maybe you just listen to it and see, you know, ah. which one. Um, or do you have Spotify? I don't, I don't know if it works or not. I hate Spotify. I Why? wish I everyone always sends me your things to pre-save and follow. And then I can't like, it doesn't, it brings up a whole different song that I'm, when I hit play, right. That play button. Oh, sometimes that does happen, but it happens all the time. All the you? time. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm like, I'm, are you on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean, is it this one daughter? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's called daughter by Fortet. Okay. Oh, you found it. There it I'm is. I'm so happy, guys, that I found my song finally. Where did I was you like, find I, it? On Spotify? On YouTube. On no, YouTube. I just went on YouTube. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. So guide us in our minute meditation. <laughs> but this song is, how long is it? Four minutes. Okay. But you only want a minute. Well, or however, so. yeah. Okay. However long we feel. Okay, yogis. <laughs> so first and foremost, just find a comfortable seat, whether that's sitting on your couch, in a chair, on the floor. You can even lie on your back if you find that best serves you. And then you want to just simply rest your arms and your hands in an easy and effortless way. And again, whatever that means to you. And then bring your eyes to a gentle close. And I always say that when we close the eyes, we make this U-turn. We're taking all of the energy that is expended in an outward direction. And we start to turn it in. Paying just a bit more attention to our body, our breath, and most importantly, the quality of our mind. And so just invite in a few conscious breaths. 
and so much about the practice of yoga as well as meditation is just that we're simply orienting ourselves towards this life-giving force. It's always moving through us without question. Breathe. And I find what is fascinating is as soon as we make this choice to get still, you might notice that your mind gets even racier, even busier. And again, that's just a part of the journey. And so when you find that you've got lost in thought, use your breath as a re-entry into presence. Breathe. And you keep letting your breath simply dissolve the barriers that you've created, the walls that you've put up. And I say this all the time that what we start to unearth is that beneath sort of the knots and the kinks that we collect in our body, as well as beyond the noise that we gather in the mind, there is this unaffected presence that's always moving through us, coursing through us. And you're using these shapes, this practice to make contact with this part of yourself, this current of truth that's always arising within. Breathe. And yoga, we call this your true essence. And just stay with it about five more breaths. about one more round. And then take a full inhale through your nose. Open up the mouth, exhale, let it go. And then you flutter your eyes open. And we're come, back. And come back to the space. And you feel a bit more calm, right? And centered. <clears throat> See, um, I, this need, is what I, it does I like for the five, 10 minute meditation <laughs> for me. A minute's too fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, because I played this song, I was like, okay, I can kind of get a right, feel of like, because yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're beginning to wind down. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love it. Yeah. I feel so good. I keep seeing yellow when I close my eyes. So a little bit been... of uh, third chakra stuff then. Yeah. I've been working a lot on the Manipura. Opening, opening my shit. Uh-huh. So well, that's like the seat of, that they call that like your core, the seat of your power. What? Well, just in terms of it, it, with the chakra system, um, this one right here is the color yellow. It's the one that's connected oh, to your core. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been seeing a lot of yellow, so it makes me happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just a, you might be connecting to your power. Well, my last Reiki session really 
did it for me. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Have you ever done one? I have never done Reiki. Have I done Reiki? I feel like maybe I have done Reiki. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I have. I've done Reiki once, but not a well, lot. Well, my my first. Well, my first experience was okay. My second one was horrible, and then my third one was great, and it was all different people. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, basically, I'm just. She just told me a lot of shit about like I'm pretty much just ready to come into my spiritual self. Like mm-hmm. now that I'm. Now that I can, now that I have that time and now that I'm doing things for myself, you mm-hmm. know, so mm-hmm. I'm just been going with it. So I have one next month. I'm excited. Yeah. The first one of the year. I just want to do one, you know, just kind of like let a lot of shit go. I've been learning to let shit go. So that's how I feel about this year. I really want to try acupuncture. I've never, oh, yeah. I've never done acupuncture. And, you know, that's also another form of just like energy work and energy healing, um, kind of using these like pressure, not pressure points, I guess I would say trigger points or certain energetic pathways in the body to release stuff that gets kind of like locked into our bodies. So, you know, yin is so connected to traditional Chinese medicine. So I've been reading about this now for as long as I've been teaching yin. And I was like, I really feel like I need to go get acupuncture because you were doing it through longer held stretches, but Mm -hmm. they do it with the, you know, with the needles. I know I'm scared of the needles. But I hear it's like, everyone (laughs) says it's like getting a massage. You come out and you're like, right. Yeah. So, Um, um, this yeah. is your, this is the gift box. So. The gift box? Yeah, this is your gift, the gift box. Okay, do I just open yep, it? Yeah, pick it a, up and then take pick, a gift from yeah, it? Yeah, take okay. whatever you want. Okay. I don't know if, actually, I don't know if you'll, maybe you'll probably like something in there. But okay. you don't, I know you don't smoke blonde soup. I don't know. <laughs> there might actually be edibles. <laughs> I was going to say, if there's edibles, I'll take them. Oh, look at yeah. that. <laughs> Let me see what we have in here. A lighter, a classic. Oh, you even have like a little Jack Daniels bottle. No, I'm definitely going to go with the edibles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh 50 milligrams see that altered reality <laughs> she's like that's what i need right <laughs> especially for my birthday weekend oh yeah it's your birthday right yeah sunday okay my birthday. Well, happy birthday oh, thank you i'm excited <sighs> i'm excited did you have a good time i did this was a lot of fun this was a lot of fun. was it what you expected have any expectations. I was like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, you know. Sometimes it's like a little bit more serious, but this was definitely like light, carefree. Nice. Just as if we were had gone out for like lunch or lunch or tea or something like that, you know, and we're just chatting, shooting the shit. Right. That's what it's (laughs) supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you slowing down with us and taking the time to, you know, yeah, tell was, people the importance of it. Yeah. Because I think it's super important. I hope that came across in terms of if you can get out there, find a yoga class, gentle stretch class, yin class, restorative class. But most importantly, you can even just do it in your living room and just yep. get still. Get still. And YouTube's breathe. got a lot of videos. <laughs> you know, you can YouTube everything now to start if you're a beginner and you're scared. Yeah. Because I get yeah. it. You yeah. know. But there's also something about the community, don't you feel? I guess maybe I think the yoga. I, I mean, I personally think the yoga community's got probably a little bougie for me. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. I like. I do but. feel like there's something. There's something different when I take like when I just like you know do something online in my living room versus when I go to a yoga class. There's something about that energy of the. Of well, yeah, like people. if you yeah you gotta find your. I think you gotta find your people, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think anyone's like bad. I just don't feel like everyone's like trying to be friends with each other mm, you know yeah yeah but like i don't i just bring my friends so i'm like yeah hey, we're all friends <laughs> yeah yeah we can have a class which is my friends to be yeah. honest <laughs> all my fucking people out here yeah all right y'all thanks for being here thanks for having me have a great week it appreciate y'all until next time peace <laughs> toodles now who am i to love who am i to love who am i to love
of love. Now who am I to judge?